0: We're just going to start off right off the bat here with a few movies that I saw this past week, and we're going to start off with none other than Halloween Kills, the second installment of a upcoming trilogy of the Halloween movies. Um, If you haven't seen any of them, essentially this trilogy is kind of a reboot, but also kind of a sequel trilogy to the original Halloween movie. Um... I'm going to kind of talk about spoilers as far as the first installment, the 2018 Halloween, as far as what goes on there. I'm not really going to talk spoilers uh, about Halloween kills. Cause I, I do recommend you go watch that, but <clears throat> I'm just kind of going to talk about what's in the trailers and, you know, minor pot plot points in the movie, but I won't give anything away. Um, so the, second installment in in this trilogy kind of follows michael myers after the end of the 2018 halloween movie um jamie lee curtis at the end of that movie had set a bunch of traps trapped him in a house and burnt the house down and she had a huge gash in her stomach she got you know wounded and as they're driving away to the ambulance watching the house burn. They see firefighters going towards the house and then the movie just kind of ends. And so you're made to think, Oh God, Michael Myers isn't going to die. He's going to get saved. So jumping into this movie, if you haven't seen the trailers or anything again, I'm just going to kind of spoil that for you. Michael Myers lives shocker. There's a second Halloween movie and Michael Myers is in it. Oh my gosh. Um, it really just picks, off right, picks up right away from when the first one ends. So picks up there, and Jamie Lee Curtis is going to the hospital. So she's kind of bedridden there because she's wounded. And essentially Michael Myers comes back, and the town is sick of it. They're fucking sick of Michael Myers murdering people. They said, we've had it. We're going to rebel. And that's essentially the the plot of the movie. Is the town kind of builds a militia around wanting to stop Michael Myers, and that's it. That's really all I'm going to say. Uh, it, as far as my thoughts and opinions on that movie, I I really enjoyed the 2018 Halloween. I did. I thought it was very good. It was it was fresh and. <clears throat> picked up from the first one pretty well you know i mean obviously it's a long time later but you know it follows laurie strode's family and her kids and her grandkids and stuff like that so it was pretty interesting and also seeing michael myers return is always fun and it was pretty violent so i kind of expected the same in this movie and as the title would tell you michael myers kills a lot of fucking people who would have thought who would have thought? Um he he definitely kills I think a lot more people in this movie than the 2018 Halloween. Um some pretty brutal ways. This movie is actually very very bloody. So if you get a little squeamish with blood and gore, you might have a hard time with this movie, but I think I think it was good. There's a couple moments where you're like, oh, I shouldn't be watching this, kind of like Saw, you know, you're like, I shouldn't be watching this happen, but I'm gonna watch it anyways, cause I'm fucked up. And that's why we love horror movies. And uh yeah, it was a lot of cool kills. They did really good with the special effects and you know, really capturing those kills. And as far as the as far as the story goes, it was an interesting premise, you know, it was kind of a, a flip on the, the slasher movie setting you know usually it's you have a killer and a set of people and throughout the movie the killer is going to kill this whole set of people maybe one survives so that you get a sequel Um, kind of flip the script a little bit and you have the slasher and the people are like no you're not going to keep fucking killing people we're going to stop you we're going to kill you you can come after us we're not fucking scared of you we're going to kill you So it's kind of cool, because instead of people running away from the killer, they're going after the killer, trying to find him. So that was pretty interesting. Um, Unfortunately for me, it felt like the story kind of dragged on. You know, there wasn't a lot. Um, There was a couple little twists and turns in there that were pretty interesting, and, you know, watching the town really kind of, like, come together, but also almost to its detriment where they're, getting almost too angry, you know, they're they're ignoring police and ignoring the law just to, you know, go kill Michael Myers. I mean, if that was real life, that's probably what you'd have to do, but but uh unfortunately with this being the second installment in the trilogy, in the sequel reboot trilogy, it kind of feels like filler, unfortunately, um knowing that there's a third movie coming. You can kind of predict what's going to happen at the end. Not going to spoil it at all. Um, you know, you you watch the ending and you kind of know what to expect because there's a third movie. So, you know, what else are they going to do in the third movie? That's all I'll say. Um, felt like a drug on a little bit. It was kind of filler. Uh, there's a couple cool kill scenes and everything, but... I didn't enjoy it as much as the first one, um, just as far as intensity-wise, and I don't know, I think the first one was just really fun to see him come back in such a modern take, and you know, he had a good direction with David Gordon Green, Um, he returned for this sequel, I think he's just doing the whole trilogy, which is great, I love to see a director do all three movies, so that everything can kind of stay cohesive, but I don't know, it was, it was good, it was fine. It's not something that I would want to watch every year. You know, if you sit down and watch Halloween movies every year or horror movies every year and Halloween's what you want to watch, it's not something I would watch on its own. Maybe if you had the whole trilogy out, this movie would feel better. I'd probably enjoy it more if I were to watch all three movies back to back. But it, as kind of its standalone, wasn't the best. It was good. Um, if you enjoy horror movies or if you enjoy slashers, or if you just want to have a good time, you want to see some people get killed in some pretty crazy ways, go watch it, you know, support them. I say definitely, you know, support movies right now. Now is such a weird time for movies. People need to know that, you know, we are still interested. And so definitely go watch it. Even if you're remotely interested, just go watch it. Um, It's really all I have to say about that movie. I don't want to go into too much details just because, you know, I want to give people an opportunity to watch that, and I don't want to spoil anything. So kind of some minor plot points here and there. But, yeah, it it was good. If I had to give it, like, a rating, I'd say probably a 6 out of 10. Oh, sorry. As for the next movie, I actually saw this think yeah it was this last week um it's the the new james bond movie the final installment of daniel craig as james bond i totally apologize if this offends any of you i've never been a big james bond person it's not that i don't like it um you know i played One of the James Bond games on my GameCube when I was young, loved it, but I've never been super interested in watching all of the movies, so, you know, I've never watched any of, like, the Pierce Brosnan ones or um, any of the older ones. Honestly, I think the only ones I have seen are the Casino Royale, the first Daniel Craig James Bond movie, and this newest one. Um, one of my friends really wanted to go him and his brother are pretty big fans of the Daniel Craig James Bond movies. And I didn't have time to go catch up. They're just like, Hey, you want to go watch this? I said, sure. So I quickly watched casino Royale before I went and it was good that I did. Um, I was able to see a few characters that I recognized and a couple of references that I wouldn't have noticed, but some stuff went over my head, but as a whole, just as a movie and an action movie and a, James Bond movie, which I feel like I know what to kind of expect, kind of like Mission Impossible movies, you kind of know what to expect, but, you know, you hope for a little bit of uniqueness and originality. I thought it was good. Um, Dana Craig, I think, is very good as James Bond. Um, I like Daniel Craig in general. Um, I don't know. Again, I don't want to give too much away on this either, as far as people maybe not Seeing any of their other ones or not knowing if people are returning as far as that, I don't want to give any of that away because you know, if you're big fans of this, you'd want to see that yourself. So if you're a James Bond fan, go watch it. Um, if you're a Daniel Craig fan, go watch it. If you're an action movie fan, go watch it. If you're just a movie fan and you just want a good time, go watch it. Um, spent a lot of money on this movie. This movie was supposed to come out like two years ago. And it's finally out. So definitely go, you know, support the movie theaters a little bit. You know, show them that we're still watching these movies, you know. Especially because they they held out for so long on this movie. I don't know. Show them that it was worth it and that they're not going to be afraid to make these kind of movies again. Um, But it was good. It was good. It It was a good final run for Daniel Craig. As James Bond, I think he, he did well. Um, I really dug him in, the, in Casino Royale, and it seems like most people are they pretty much enjoy him as James Bond for the most part. I haven't heard really any complaints. A lot of people think he's the best James Bond we've ever had. That's with everything, though. If there's been multiple installments, everybody's going to have an opinion. But it seems like, for the most part, he's widely accepted. So it was a good, uh, it was good run. So I liked it. It was good. Again, I'm not a huge action movie fan, just in general. You know, I've seen a few of the Mission Impossible movies. Um, I've seen a few of like the Bourne Identity movies um, or the Bourne movies. I've seen a few of these James Bond movies. There's not necessarily my cup of tea as far as what I'm looking for in a movie, but it's fun to watch those sometimes. So I'd say just go watch it if i had to give it a rating you know as somebody that's only seen this newest one and the first one i'd give it a solid seven and a half seven casino rail was really good i'd probably give that eight and a half to yeah probably an eight and a half so as far as how much i enjoyed that so if that gives you any meter go watch it it's fun Daniel craig is good there's Really good action scenes in there. Everything looks great. They filmed it so well, so I'd just go for it. Go watch it. Um, And the last movie that I've seen over this past week, and this was actually kind of a last-minute thing. I wasn't going to go watch it yet, but I was driving by the movie theater and didn't have anything to do, so I figured, why not? And I went and watched The Last Duel, directed by none other than Ridley Scott. Which I did not know he directed it before I went into the movie. I only saw that he directed it at the end credits. I was like, oh shit, I didn't realize that was Ridley Scott. That definitely makes sense. Um, if you don't know what this movie is, I'm just going to read you the... I could definitely try and explain it, but I'll probably do a poor job. Um, oh boy, I'm going to butcher some of these names as well. Jean de Carouge is a respected knight known for his bravery and skill on the battlefield jacques legree is a squire whose intelligence and eloquence makes him one of the most admired nobles in court when legree viciously assaults carouge's wife she steps forward to accuse her attacker an act of bravery and defiance that puts her life in jeopardy the ensuing trial by combat butcher that the ensuing trial by combat a grueling duel to the death places the fate of all three in god's hands sounds pretty intense yeah um yeah essentially the the gist of this movie and honestly it's pretty relatable as far as how today's society is um you know with a lot of the the sexual assault cases coming out and you know the me too movement all that stuff so it's pretty so it's a pretty relevant movie even though it's takes place back in the medieval times in the uh, medieval era it's it's still super relevant and this is based on a true story so it's not like it's just some random movie that they're just trying to you know shove some sort of agenda down your throat or anything Um, i Loved this movie. I thought it was fucking awesome. Uh, I didn't know because it was just listed as a a drama, so I was like, "Sure, I'm I'm good with dramas." So, you know, if it's just a very artistic movie and it's very dialogue based and story driven, character driven, it's not you know a bunch of accents, action scenes, or anything like that. Like, I wasn't sure what to expect. I guess, <clears throat> but by God. It is fucking gorgeous the way that this is shot again, that's why when I found out that it was really Scott, I was not shocked. It is directed so beautifully it the cinematography uh, cinematography I'm just butchering her in words today. Cinematography is absolutely amazing in this movie, so gorgeous, like every scene is looks just like they spent so much time setting up that scene. And I got like stressed out myself just thinking about, you know, how many scenes that they may have to may have had to cut and put so much time into each scene, just cause it, each detail is so intricate. Everything looks so in place, like nothing looks out of place and it's just done so well um, stressed me out. Cause I'm like, Oh man, they put in so much work. <laughs> Hopefully people go watch this movie because I want want them to know that they're appreciated. Um, This stars uh, Ben Affleck, uh, Adam Driver, Matt Damon, and I don't remember the... uh, Jodie Comer. Sorry, forgot her name. She's kind of the lead actress in this movie. Everybody does a phenomenal job uh, as far as, you know characters go. Like performances were wonderful. I love Adam Driver and he tends to pick fantastic roles in movies. So, I'm not usually one to seek out a movie just because of an actor, but there are a few actors that I know that they appreciate what they do and they appreciate the work of art and the art of filmmaking, and they don't just pick any script just to make money. You know, they seem to pick a script that they're interested in and that is interesting in general. It's the same with uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. He's my favorite actor of all time. And I know no matter what, if he's coming out with a movie, I'm going to watch it because it's at least going to be interesting. I think the only movie that ever felt like just kind of like a cash grab where he just was doing a movie as a job rather than, you know, as a passion was that um that like oh god, what was that name? It's like in ancient Rome gods of war or something like that. Um well, Prince of Persia, Jesus yeah Prince of Persia <laughs> it was just a random ass movie that he was just in You know, it was silly but it's like that Adam Driver is kind of that same way you know I know he he appreciates filmmaking and acting and you know just movies in general so I'm usually trying to seek out whatever he's in for sure it was really good it was really good I really really enjoyed it there's action in this movie that was done super well there's drama in this movie, there's cringe-worthy kind of grossness in this movie, not cringe bad, but cringe good, like you're like holy shit, they're really selling this thing. And just a riveting story, and the way that they told the story, um I wouldn't consider this a spoiler um cuz I'm not going to really tell anything that happens, but it's the way that they tell the story that was super interesting. I was really confused and like it was super jarring at first because it felt like they were moving really fast at the beginning of the movie. Like everything was just jumping around. And I was like, man, they are just jumping through plot point to plot point. And I was like, this is a mess. But then I realized that they are telling the perspective from three different perspectives. So they do it from um day Carouge, his perspective, Matt Damon's character, and then they do the perspective from Adam Driver's character. Legree, and then they do the perspective from, um, Jody Comer's character, Marguerite, um, Matt Damon's character's wife. So they, they do the perspective from all three characters. So that you get every side of the story. That's how you know that they're not necessarily trying to push the agenda. That, Cause that's what I was a little worried about. I mean, not that me too. And like the sexual assault stuff you know, isn't terrible. Um, You know, I don't condone that shit at all. I mean, I I don't want that to happen at all. But I also don't want a movie to come out just to say, hey, this is bad. You should see, or you should think this is bad too. It's like, no, we know this is bad. We don't need to to be forced down our throats to say, hey, you should think this is bad. And it didn't feel like that. Um, They gave perspectives from all characters and it was super interesting because they did, you know, in some parts there was a scene done three different times and each time it was done, it was different, you know? So from Matt Damon's character's perspective, it was done this way. And then when it goes to Adam driver's character's perspective, you know, somebody may have said something differently or words might be changed up a little bit or the way somebody approaches somebody in his body language. And, um, his tone is completely different than the scene you just saw, which is the exact same scene. So it was just super unique how they did it. You know, each, each perspective is unique. And, but also they, again, like I said, they, they did the same scenes over and over again, but the scenes are different. It, It was, it was cool. It was really cool. You should check it out just for the, you know, the amazing visuals and the, unique storytelling. I would say just go for it. I don't think you're going to be upset. It was a fairly long movie, but it didn't feel super drug on, you know, once, once they start giving everybody's perspective, you're like, Oh, okay, this is, this is where it's going. This is interesting. And so you're just kind of sitting there waiting. You're like, well, I want to hear her perspective because, you know, we don't know what the truth is. You know, we want to, we want to know. So super interesting. Definitely go watch it. Um, Again, I'm not going to spoil anything, but the duel itself that occurs during the movie, fucking amazing! Holy shit, was that intense! And they did so well filming that thing. It wasn't a bunch of jump cuts. It was just you were there. It was like you were right next to them. Like you felt like you were going to get hit with those swords. It was fucking crazy. So definitely go watch it. You know, if you're if you're a fan of if you're a fan of action, um. Don't expect it to be an action movie, but there is action in this movie. If you're a drama fan, go watch it. Um, you know, if you just love film and you want to watch an original story be told, go watch it. If you love visuals, go watch it. Just go watch it. It's a very, very good movie. Um, and I don't think it's making very much money right now, unfortunately. So go support it. Um... That's all of the movies that I have seen this last week. Um, as far as upcoming movies that I'm excited for um, coming up, I think, this week and maybe next week are, let's see, Dune. Dune is coming out this weekend. I am very excited. I have never read any of the Dune books. I know zero things about Dune. Um, zero things. Zero things. Yet, yeah, I am absolutely stoked for this movie based solely on the director choice. And of course, the cast is huge and amazing. You know, just a few people Jason Momoa, Timothy Chalamet, um, one of the Stars Guard mo- brothers, I believe, is in there. Might even be the dad. I think it might be Stellan. Um, Dave Bautista's in there, Zendaya's in there. There's Oscar Isaac's in there. There's so many <laughs> in there that are so great. Um, so they casted it well. I can't imagine how expensive it is, but not knowing anything and just watching the trailer, I'm I'm very interested. Not even necessarily in the story. And this sounds a little messed up but i am the most excited to watch this movie based solely on the visuals of the movie it looks so cool and crazy like the dunes like the, all the sand the desert kind of reminds me of like mad max but then i get that blade runner that blade runner 2049 feel you know uh the director Denis Villeneuve, he did blade runner 2049 Um, he's actually one of my favorite directors. He did Arrival. He did Enemy. He did, uh, Cesario. Great, great, great director. I know he's done other movies as well, but he's, he's amazing. And his movies always look so fucking gorgeous, especially as of late, you know, especially Blade Runner 2049. That was one of the most beautiful movies I've ever seen in my life, um, cinematography is just fucking insane and so seeing this the trailer to this movie everything looks so huge and vast and just feels massive but in the best way like it just looks amazing and i just know how he does with visuals and how he captures those in his movies and i'm so excited to see that you know this feels like a it's not necessarily a mainstream ip but maybe kind of you know, people are like, it's going to be the next Lord of the Rings, the next Star Wars. It definitely didn't pick up as much traction as Star Wars and Lord of the Rings did as far as those stories go. But I think we've had a Dune movie before, and I don't think it did that well. I honestly don't know. I have not seen it. Um, but this, this looks like it has some serious potential. And to get such a talented director like Denis Villeneuve on this project... I think he can really push you to the finish line with this thing. Like, If you are going to start a franchise with this IP, he's your guy. Like, This is going to be fucking awesome. I could see this being kind of a slower movie because he is a very artistic director, but he's not shy of action scenes at all. Um, he's so good at everything that he does, so it's like um, just... Please go watch this movie. I think if you're just a fan of movies, you want to be entertained, I think he's got you here. If you want to see some amazing visuals, I think he's got you here. You want to see an amazing cast. If you're a big actor person, this is the place to be. I think it's going to be incredible. I'm super excited to see this movie, Um, and I know zero things about Dune, so if that tells you anything. Um, The other movie that's coming out this weekend, and it's not really being played all over the place it might have actually already technically come out but where i'm from it looks like they only have it in one of these select like smaller art house theaters it's called lamb Uh, it's an upcoming horror movie um it's i think it's set in iceland and i think it's spoken the language in this movie is icelandic as well um it looked like a bunch of the cast was icelandic actors and actresses and i believe the director is as well um which i'm totally fine with i don't care if it's not in english i can i can read subtitles i know how to read so um it is also an a24 film i i love a24 as a uh, a studio i guess if that's what you want to call them I love them, you know, I feel like they're such a consistent film studio, you know, anything they, they come out with, especially horror movies, anything they come out with is always so unique and different. I feel like A24 movies are, you know, a, an artsy, artsy movie critics, you know, dream, Like they love, they love these kind of movies where like the, the general audience, I feel like for the most part, doesn't necessarily love movies that come out of a 24. Like, I feel like if you go to rotten tomatoes or something and you looked at the critic score of an a 24 movie and the crowd score of an a 24 movie, the critic score is almost always going to be very high. And the crowd score is always going to be pretty low. Um, but some of my favorite movies have come out of A24, so I'm I'm very excited. And I'm always, always excited for horror movies. Horror is my favorite genre, but it's not done well enough. So seeing a great horror movie is always a treat for me. So I'm definitely going to go check this out. Again, I think there's only one day that it's playing at our local art house theater here, so I definitely got to go check that out. And then, I think next week, there is another horror movie. I actually haven't seen any sort of trailers. Same with Lamb. I know nothing about that movie. Um, It's called Antlers. I actually had no idea this was a horror movie. I just saw a little poster for it and looked it up, and I was like, oh, shit. Okay, that is a horror movie that's coming out. Um, It's directed by Scott Cooper. Um, If you're not familiar with his work, he did, as far as what I've seen, uh, he did out of the furnace with Christian Bale, Hostels with also with Christian Bale and Black Mass with Johnny Depp. Um I I fucking love Black Mass. Hostels was okay. Um it was kind of like a western but it was super duper slow and I'm okay with a slow burn. But if it's not interesting then I'm not really wanting to watch it, you know, if like nothing happens like it's just slow to be slow. Like not super interested. I enjoyed Out of the Furnace. I haven't seen it in quite a while. Um, Hostels, like I said, was okay. And I really enjoyed Black Mass. It seemed like that was a movie that divided a decent amount of people. I believe based on it not being super accurate to the story that it was based upon. Um, uh, it's based on Whitey Bulger, like his life and his like gang that he had. Johnny Depp did an amazing job. It was just a super good movie. Intense good kind of thriller mystery fucked up movie gang I guess you could say movie kind of like mafia style movie so I know he has talent Uh, I just haven't liked a lot of his works Um, or I guess I haven't loved a lot of his work so I don't know what to expect you know Um, I haven't seen him do a horror movie so he could be very very good in the horror genre I have no clue Um, but I don't really know what this movie is about. I know it's a horror movie. Um, I can just read the little bio of the movie. It says a small-town Oregon teacher and her brother, the local sheriff, discover that a young student is harboring a dangerous secret with frightening consequences. That's it. I that's all I know about it. Um, I know Carrie Russell and Jesse Plemons are in it, which I love both of those um, actors and actresses. I think they do a great job, but um, I think Scott Cooper's got potential. Um, I don't think he's directed a whole bunch of movies, so I've seen most of his movies, so that's a plus. I think he's only done four. Um, I think there was another one that I had not seen. Um it starred jeff bridges yeah crazy heart crazy heart is what it's called um that started or starred uh jeff bridges it looks like i haven't seen that movie looks like it's rated very well just based off what i'm seeing but so i could be wrong he could be a very very good director he hasn't seemed to be a very decisive or divisive director like it seems like for the most part He's generally accepted. His movies are generally accepted. Like, people might not love his movies, you know, like me. Hostiles was rated fairly well, but wasn't some masterpiece. It was good. Wasn't a masterpiece. Same with Out of the Furnace. It was good. Not a masterpiece. Same with Black Mass. I I like Black Mass more than the others, but wasn't a masterpiece, but it was good. So, that's kind of my expectation for Antlers. I expect it to be good. Not a masterpiece. And that's okay. Um... I Again, I appreciate seeing new horror movies, so I'm always down. Especially if it's an original, like, unique story, I'm absolutely down. Um, the other things that I wanted to talk about, I kind of just wanted to touch on the... We're going to jump into the kind of superhero genre for this last bit here. Um, specifically DC Comics. I'm just going to touch on the little subject. I know it's been a topic of controversy. Is the John Kent Superman's son being bisexual? People are upset at this. Um, I don't know why. It's... What does it matter? You know? DC is clearly trying to be inclusive with their characters. But also staying true with their original characters and keeping them true to their characters while also introducing new stories to other characters. And I appreciate that. You know, it would have been a different story and not that it would have been bad, but say they made Clark Kent bisexual. Would have been a bigger deal because Superman is one of the biggest, most iconic characters of all time and just deciding to make him gay is a pretty bold choice. Um, Not that it would have been a bad choice, but I think they understood that his character is established. You know, everything around him is kind of established. Him being with Lois is established. You know, they're an iconic couple as it is, and instead of just... Changing Clark Kent and making him gay or bisexual just to please, please a certain group of people. I, I don't think that would have been a great choice. Be the same. Like if with Batman, you know, they just decide Batman was bisexual, which again would be fine, but it's, it's a very tough choice to make. And this is where, this is where I sit. They could absolutely make any character in anything bisexual gay trans anything i don't care a different race i literally don't care the nice thing about comics is you can make different storylines you don't have to make every story from here on out this this character is going to be gay or straight or african-american or transgender or you know it doesn't regardless of whatever you're trying to achieve it doesn't have to stick and that's the the nice thing about the flexibility and kind of the malleability of comics you can tell multiple stories with multiple characters in different ways you know it's it's like the multiverse stuff you can do a whole bunch But what I appreciate was, sorry, I'm trying to get back to my point here. What I appreciated that they did instead of, you know, say making Clark Kent bisexual, they said, why don't we try to make a lesser established character bisexual and see if we can get somewhere with him? Um, Jonathan Kent, Superman's son, named after Clark's dad, coming out as bisexual, that's totally fine. It doesn't matter to me. And I think it's a a good opportunity to push forward this character and being that he's not as well established as, you know, Clark Kent, you can push him forward with this being a bisexual character from here on out. Again, you can make him straight in other comics, you can make him an Asian an African American. You can make him trans. You can make him anything moving forward, but maybe make that his, his main background, like maybe from here on out for the, mo for the majority of his storylines, maybe make him bisexual so that you can make him an established character, keep it consistent and gather an audience around him so that, hopefully if he becomes a very well established character like clark kent and batman and wonder woman he can be a bisexual character and it feel authentic and not forced i think that's my biggest thing is i totally understand companies wanting to be inclusive and i I get it we 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 need to have that because when these characters were created inclusivity was not really a thing there's not a if you go back to the, the golden age of the comics, it's not a lot of black superheroes. There's not a lot of gay superheroes. There's not a lot of women, female superheroes. You know, it was mostly white dudes. And not necessarily putting that all on the writers and the creators of these characters. You know, it's it's what they grew up in. You know, that's... That was kind of the lifestyle back then. Unfortunately, like it sucks that it was that way, but that was kind of how life was back then. Um, You know, if you would have tried to create a black character or an Asian character or a a trans character or a gay character back then, you might have lost your job or not gotten the promotion, you know, like you weren't you wouldn't have been very accepted in your job back then. And it's sad. It's very sad. So thankfully the pros to, you know, that whole thing is we did get a lot of amazing characters that we do have today. And based off of those and spawning off of those characters, we've gotten lots of other characters that we've been able to kind of, um, make malleable and flexible and we can kind of take those characters that aren't quite as established yet and make them a different race uh, you know a different gender a different creed different i don't know anything you can do a lot because these characters are flexible and i think now is the time to kind of cement that backstory on these characters so that from here on out that's what we expect you know it's i don't know why people are such so up in arms about a fucking fictitious character being bisexual like it has no harm on you whatsoever like it doesn't matter even if they made clark kent bisexual it doesn't matter doesn't matter like that's a fictitious character and you're if you're anti-gay or if you're anti you know if you're a racist a sexist maybe just leave the community then because this 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 community is not for you then go write your own comics that has a straight jonathan kent and you know a, a white superman and all the sidekicks are white and straight and no change you you make that how you would like to because obviously this isn't for you you know we're we're adjusting as a society for for the most part for the better you know some things have gotten a little out of hands and i'm not going to touch into politics at all things have gone a little bit awry things have gotten out of hand but we are making progress as a society um you look back a hundred years ago we are a completely different society than we were um, in the 1920s and i think for the better there's still terrible shit that happens there's still racism there's still sexism there's still people that kill people based off of their race or their religion or their sexuality which is just insane like it still happens but Compared to what it was in the 20s, if you lived back in the 20s and you were not just a, a wealthy white straight dude, <laughs> I feel like you would have a hard time just living back then. So, I mean, what do I know? I, I was not born in the 1920s, but I'm just saying, be open-minded, chill out, maybe they'll make another Jonathan Jonathan Kent storyline where he is straight. That's fine too. I don't care. You don't have to force him to be bisexual. I think they should keep him bisexual. Totally fine. But if you want to make a different World story. Where Jonathan Kent is straight. You know maybe to introduce another girl character. That you would like to have. You know form a relationship with Jonathan Kent. Go for it. it doesn't matter. They're comics. They do matter to a lot of people. That doesn't mean they're not important. And that the characters don't matter. But it's also fiction. It's entertainment. It's It shouldn't affect your real life. So that's my take. I, did, I went into that a little further than I wanted to, but it's just, to me, it's ridiculous that it's like headlining news that people are so pissed off that Superman's son is bisexual. It's, it's ridiculous to me. Moving on, keeping in the DC... Um, topic, I guess. DC fandom happened and a lot of teasers and a lot of trailers came out and a lot of things happened. I'm going to say right off the bat, I am not going to discuss the new Batman trailer. I'm sorry if that's why you came here. I'm sorry. I am not going to discuss it. Reason being reason being it's not because I don't want to. I haven't watched it, and I'm not going to, and so I can't discuss it. Maybe that's how I should have started. It's not that I won't discuss it. It's that I, I can't, because I have not seen it, and I'm not going to. This Batman movie is one of my most hyped movies of my life. I'm, I'm a 23-year-old person. Um, I was pretty young when the Dark Knight trilogy came out. And I didn't get to experience that as maybe people that are a little older than I am did, you know, in their teenage years. I still love those movies. They're fucking amazing. Batman's probably my favorite character of all time um, and kind of my favorite universe of all time. But I didn't get to experience that as much. Um, And I, as much as I like Ben Affleck's Batman, I don't treat Ben Affleck's Batman as... Really, I mean, it, he was a rendition of Batman. I guess, how do I explain it? You know, my parents got to experience the, the Michael Keaton Batman experience. They're like, oh, that's my Batman. You know, like, I was born into that. I grew up to that. I, that's what I, the Batman I grew up on. And the people that are a little bit older than me, maybe in their 30s, they grew up on the Dark Knight. They're like, that's my Batman. I don't put Ben Affleck in that vein. We haven't even gotten a solo Ben Affleck movie. We've only gotten him in, gotten him in BVS, Batman versus Superman, and Justice League. That doesn't count for me. I He can't really be my Batman. We haven't gotten enough of him. You know, it's... It sucks. I would like to get more Batman. We're getting him, too. He's going to be um, in the upcoming Flash movie that's coming out. But... This feels such like an opportune time as a, a movie fan as a, and as a Batman fan. At the age that I am at, I will probably grow up saying this was my Batman with Robert Pattinson's Batman. That's putting a lot of pressure on that movie. It is. It's going to be very, very, very hard to live up to the Dark Knight trilogy. But I think this movie and I believe movies to come with Robert Pattinson have serious, serious potential to be a different, but also great Batman um, franchise. I fucking love Robert Pattinson as an actor. It's like the discussion earlier when I was talking about Jake Gyllenhaal. Robert Pattinson, for the most part, picks... Very good scripts. Or at least unique and original scripts. Interesting scripts. Everybody thinks of him as the Twilight guy. That was his... I don't think it was his first movie. I think Harry Potter was technically his first movie. It was his first lead, I believe. Twilight. Do I blame him for taking that opportunity? No. Because it was going to be huge. Those books were super popular. They say, hey, young kid, you want a lead in this very potentially rich franchise that we're going to make, you know, they're going to make money. They have a huge, had a huge following. Of course, he's going to take it. This is his big break, you know, um, whether you like those movies or not, they happened and they got Robert Pattinson to where he is today. He's done so many movies since then that are so fucking amazing. Um, good time. I think it's called High Life, Um, The Lighthouse. I literally have a fucking, if I can even get it in there, I have a mashup with it. I have a big lighthouse tattoo on there. I fucking love that movie, him and Willem Dafoe. Um, The Devil All the Time with Tom Holland. He was fucking amazing in that. He's he's a very 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 talented actor and he's he's taken the approach after he got the limelight in Twilight he said no I don't I don't want to do that I'm not just in it for the money you know I'm a very passionate actor I want to I want to do scripts that I'm interested in and that I want to do not just to get money you know it is a job but it's also what he's very good at and what his passion is so he took the kind of indie route. He went with smaller movies and filmmakers that he wanted to work with instead of just what was going to make the most money. And now he's kind of come full circle. He's jumping back into the limelight and it's going to be very interesting because I could see him doing the Batman franchise, but outside of the Batman franchise doing these smaller indie movies that he has done. I don't know if you want to call them indie movies, but smaller movies not not big franchises and him being cast as batman was so exciting because i love him so much um and not just it's not just robert pattinson being batman that i'm excited for the the tone that they're going for i have i have watched the first trailer that came out um, at last year's dc fandom and that's the only trailer i've watched and that's the only trailer i will watch because i like i said being so excited for this movie i don't want to see any more. i don't want it to get spoiled i don't want the experience to be tainted by the trailers i want to see this stuff firsthand when i go watch this movie I did this with the Joker as well. The only thing that I ever saw from the Joker movie was the screen test of Joaquin Phoenix and his makeup. That was it. Never saw any more shots or scenes or anything or trailers from the movie. I just went into that and it was such a refreshing experience because I haven't done that in a while. And so I want to do that again. Um, Matt Reeves directing this movie. Great choice. You know, he did a few of the, the Planet of the Apes movies. He did Cloverfield. Very talented director, um, especially with action sequences. He, he can fucking nail them. He, he does a lot of wides, very beautiful, like, I don't know, just gritty, gritty action scenes, and they're just done so well. Um, great choice for director. Uh, Jeffrey Wright as Commissioner Gordon. There's a little controversy there being that he's African-American. So that we're not going to have a white Commissioner Gordon I don't give a fuck Jeffrey Wright's such a fucking amazing actor Yeah Have him be fucking Commissioner Gordon I love it He's going to be an amazing Commissioner Gordon I already fucking know it Paul Dano as the Riddler Let's jump into that Paul Dano Amazing, amazing actor Love him Is playing my favorite comic book villain of all time and we're getting a live-action movie with my favorite comic book villain of all time as the main villain. From what I understand, it could be Penguin. I don't know. It looks like it's going to be the Riddler. The only live-action Riddler we've ever gotten is Jim Carrey, as far as movies go. Um, I know Corey did a, an amazing job in Gotham. He's, I loved that rendition of the Riddler, but as far as movies go... just Jim Carrey Jim Carrey's was super fun it was very spontaneous he was all over the place he was hilarious it was funny it was kind of a zany rendition it was very comic accurate as far as the older Batman comics go with the Riddler that's kind of how he acted um but we're getting the we're getting almost a a horror movie with this goddamn Batman movie and Like I said, me being a huge horror fan, super excited. The Riddler in this movie feels like the Zodiac Killer. I think that's what they're going for. And I fucking love it. Going the serial killer route with Riddler, fucking genius. It's, it's so simple, but so fucking genius, because it keeps him creepy. He can still do the, the puzzles and the riddles, kind of like the Zodiac Killer did in real life, but you can keep him being the Riddler. You know it's the Riddler, but he's also a fucking psychopath, and you know that. So, that's why I'm so excited. Great director. Seems like the tone is going to be fucking awesome. Because it looks super dark and almost creepy. Like like they said, I have heard that this is going to almost be a horror movie. But it's a Batman movie. I'm I'm so excited. Robert Pattinson as Batman, he's gonna fucking nail it. Paul Dano as Riddler is gonna fucking nail it. Jeffrey Wright as Commissioner Gordon, gonna nail it. Um, Colin Farrell as Penguin, looks like he's gonna nail it. I haven't seen much of him. I know he was in this new trailer. I haven't seen it. I'm sure he's going to nail it. Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman, she's going to nail it. I think this is going to be a fantastic movie. I am overhyping the fuck out of this movie and I do not care because I deserve this hype. I want this to be my Batman. I want to tell my kids that when I grow up that my Batman was Robert Pattinson's Batman. And I got to see that shit in my my prime age of movie watching, you know. <clears throat> i'm still fairly fresh i mean i only really started loving movies and watching movies within the last seven years of my life probably really understanding that so i'm in the prime and the the ripe the ripeness of my passion of movies so that's why it's so exciting enough about batman holy shit as much as i was not going to talk about batman i definitely talked about batman um Hopefully, you guys are hyped for that movie. Definitely go support it, though, when it does come out. Um, comes out March, I believe, of 2022. Can't come soon enough. Uh, very excited. Keep an open mind, you know. Support DC. I want them to keep doing stuff like this. Um, different takes, different characters, and different stories, and not trying to just copy Marvel. Seems like they're going their own route, and I love it. So, yeah. I think it's going to be awesome. So let's actually talk about the stuff that I did watch for DC fandom. Peacemaker. Peacemaker. It is. I think it's going to be great. Um, I think it's going to be hilarious. I think John Cena did an awesome job as Peacemaker in the new Suicide Squad movie directed by James Gunn. Um, He was an interesting character. I knew nothing about Peacemaker beforehand. So, this being my introduction totally fine with it um and getting a show on HBO Max I think it's going to be great and it being done by James Gunn the director of the Suicide Squad movie is perfect like getting the director for the movie that he was introduced in who better could you bring on to keep that character consistent as he was in the movie you know looks great again the uh, He's pretty obscure. It looks like there's a character called Vigilante in the gonna be in the show. I don't know anything about Vigilante. It it looks fun. Kinda reminds me of like a, a DC did, like a DC Deadpool type show. And I'm good with that. I'm I'm ready for it. I'm down. Um The Flash. got a little got a little teaser of the upcoming flash movie i believe it's going to be going to be a flashpoint movie from what i understand i think it's just titled the flash but they're going for the flashpoint storyline if you're not familiar with what that is in the comics he barry runs back in time to or goes back in time to save his mom from being killed Um, that's why his father is in prison in just in general because the only other person that was there was his dad um so they think the dad killed him so he goes back in time once he figures out that he can travel back in time to save his mom and the butterfly effect of that him saving his mom changes the future tremendously so looks like in this trailer um we get two flashes both played by um ezra miller so two different flashes looks like we're getting Supergirl in there and we also got a little hinty hint at a uh, Michael Keaton coming back as Batman which is super exciting. Um I as a Batman fan, I'm actually not the biggest fan of the the Burton Batman movies. Um, I don't know what it was, just something about him. I don't know if it's because I'm not a big Tim Burton fan in general that I didn't enjoy the movies. Michael Keaton did a good job, but I don't rank Michael Keaton's Batman as like even my top three, I don't think. My top three Batman. So don't don't punch me in the face, please. I'm sorry. I still like it. But I think I'm more excited that we're that he's coming back. Just the idea that we're getting such an iconic character and actor and you know there's a lot of people that love these movies and have really only loved the burton movies you know some people's favorite batman is keaton and so him coming back people getting to see him done in modern times fucking awesome such a great opportunity with the flashpoint and we're gonna get to gonna see an older batman from what i understand um and from also what I understand, Ben Affleck is also coming back um, as Batman in this movie. So we're going to have two Batmans, two different Batmans from two different universes in this movie. Um, this is all kind of speculation. I don't know. I'm assuming based off of the trailer. And from what I understand from the Flashpoint comics, I don't expect it to be a direct adaptation from the comics at all. Cause it already is different just based off the trailer. But, Andy Muschietti, he's the one directing this. He did the, the only movies I've ever seen from him are the two new It movies, which I loved both of those. Again, I have an It tattoo, and it's the, the modern It. So love those movies. Love Andy Muschietti. I think he's going to do a great job. Ezra Miller finally kind of gets a better chance to shine as The Flash. I think it's going to be cool. I think it's gonna be really interesting. This would be a very good opportunity to kind of do a reset of this DC universe that has been so convoluted and messy this these past like eight years. Um, it's a good chance to kind of reset everybody, introduce characters you want to introduce, keep characters around, kill off characters. I think it's gonna be a ride for sure. I think it's gonna be awesome. Um, moving on to Black Adam. We just got a little bit of Black Adam, just a little taste. Um, we haven't gotten to see anything of Black Adam up until now, so this is pretty exciting. Uh, Dwayne Johnson is starring as Black Adam. Um, if you guys don't know who Black Adam is, I'm not super-duper familiar with his character, but he is kind of the the opposite to Shazam, you know, the reverse Flash to Flash. The I don't know if I should say the Joker to Batman, but, you know. Black Adam's almost kind of an anti, anti-hero. anti I think he leans definitely more to the villain side, but he has an anti-hero side to him for sure, um, as far as his character goes. But The Rock is... I think he looks the part. Um, I think he's going to nail the part. He seems super passionate about the part, so I'm excited to see it. Um, I think Dwayne Johnson's a good actor. Uh, he's kind of a streamlined actor mainstream actor so it's definitely movies that he's just in to be in you know he's one of the biggest actors acting today i don't think he's one of the best actors but i can appreciate him um i like him he seems like a decent person so i want this to succeed and i want it to do good um just got a little tiny teaser didn't get a lot um got to see a couple characters that are going to be introduced that I'm not very familiar with so should be a good time and I'd like to see them um, eventually put him and intertwine him into the Shazam story so uh, moving on to Shazam uh, we got the Shazam 2 kind of behind the scenes look didn't really get a trailer but uh, Shazam Fury of the Gods got to see kind of the new suits you know the, the kids all grown up in their suits and looks like we got two female lead villains, which will be pretty, um, pretty sweet. looks like it's Lucy Liu and Helen Mirren, if I'm not mistaken, that are playing the villains. I'm not very familiar with the Shazam universe, so I don't recognize those characters, but they said that they're going to, they're really going for it on this one. there. um, you it's a lot of cool set pieces. It looks like, um, they're, going to be introducing like dragons and cyclops and a lot of mythical creatures in there so that'd be really cool to see i really liked the first shazam um so i'm excited to see a second one zachary levi is a very good um shazam i think he nails it so i'm excited for that one and then we got a little bit of behind the scenes on aquaman 2 um so aquaman the last kingdom Looks like James Wan is returning for that one as far as directing goes. Um, looks like Aquaman's got a new suit. Almost looks black. Um, pretty excited about that. And it all—it kind of looks like Ocean Master might be returning. Uh, Orm, Patrick Wilson's character. He also seems to have like a black costume. And I don't know if they'll be kind of working together. Again, it's not really a trailer. It's kind of a behind-the-scenes look. So, hard to say. Um... I'm excited. I enjoyed the first Aquaman. It wasn't some masterpiece, but it was a very vast, large-scale movie. Special effects were all over the place in a good and bad way, but it was just an entertaining movie. It was just fun. It was very self-aware that it was an Aquaman movie, so I hope for some more of that. We don't need a super serious Aquaman movie. I'm sure you could nail it, but I think they did well with the first one, and I think they just need to capitalize that and just maybe do a little bit better, polish a couple of things that they didn't do amazing on the first one and knock it out of the park with this one. Black Manta. Um, got a new suit. Looks a little bit more comic accurate. Not that the first one didn't, but looks awesome. Looks really cool. Some people don't like it because it looks a little too comic book accurate. Not grounded enough to be real, but... think looks cool so i'm excited for that movie um what else super pets gonna be completely honest with you i don't really care about super pets it looks like it's a very kid centric you know it's the audience is supposed to be children which totally fine um it's an animated show looks like it's gonna have uh crypto the super dog and ace the bat hound in there and again it sounds like dwayne johnson is going to be voicing crypto if i remember right and kevin hart's going to be voicing ace those two do a lot of movies together I'm going to be completely frank i don't mean to lose any of you on this one but i am not a huge kevin hart fan i don't think he's a super talented actor i think he's he's funny sometimes but i i kind of think he's a little bit overrated as an actor and so i don't i don't tend to enjoy a lot of his work um i definitely prefer dwayne johnson over kevin hart so i'm not super excited for it um i'm sure it'll be fine i probably won't watch that religiously maybe i'll turn it on give it a look but if you guys are excited for it awesome i hope it's good i really do I want things like that to succeed, you know, something different. I don't want it to all just be live action stuff. I want some animated stuff. I want them to try new things. So I'm for sure down for that. I, I love the Crypto, the Super Dogs, sh- like the animated show that was on when I was a kid. So I hope it's just the same. I hope it's good. I hope they nail it. But not something I'm personally super interested in. Um, They teased a little bit of the Blue Beetle um, upcoming movie. They didn't show anything from the actual movie. They just showed a piece of concept art of what they want the suit to look like. Again, it's just concept art. Um, We've seen a lot of concept art and it not actually end up looking like that. So almost literally just looks like a a comic book cover of Blue Beetle. I'm sure that's what they're shooting for, but could end up looking completely different. Looks great. If that's what they're going to go for and that's what it's going to look like, I'm stoked. I really like blue beetle. Um, Jaime Reyes is a really interesting character. Um, I think it's a good opportunity to introduce a, if I'm not mistaken. I'm totally apologize if I get this wrong, but I believe Jaime is a Hispanic character. Um, so I think this is a, a good opportunity to, you know, give, um, the that culture their their own superhero you know same thing with black panther you know you were able to have the the african american people have a finally have a superhero and it was exciting you know we've had so many just i don't mean to just sound like a a record and repeat what all the the woke culture says with everybody just being a straight white male but that's what we've had for a long time so know every every race and every ethnicity every sexuality all those different groups they need a hero to you know stand with you know everybody likes batman sure but why not give a character that these other different groups can relate to you know um so i think this is a perfect opportunity to be inclusive and start doing people of different ethnicities and things like that. So I think this is a great opportunity. And again, I, I love blue beetle. He's a great character. So I was shocked that they're actually doing a blue beetle movie when they announced that. I was like, Holy shit. They're actually doing a blue beetle movie. Okay. I'm down. Let's do it. So I'm down. I'm excited. I have nothing really to know as far as what's going to happen, but just based off of the little concept art, looks cool I'm down Um, last few things I might have missed some things that came out but I think that covers most of the trailers Um, like I said I didn't watch the Batman trailer so apologize if you wanted to hear some thoughts on that but I will not be watching that I'm saving it until the movie comes out a couple new video games coming out as far as DC goes Um, they showed some more gameplay Uh, on Gotham Knights Um, and they also showed some more gameplay for the new Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League game I personally am probably going to be buying both because I I like both of those studios Um, Rocksteady did most of the arkham asylum games i think they did arkham asylum arkham city and arkham knight and then the arkham origins game was done by that's right wb montreal which is a very similar game but people didn't seem to like that one as much as the other three um so we're getting a new Suicide Squad game which is being done by Rocksteady which is who did the you know the critically acclaimed Arkham games with Asylum City and Knight and then WB Montreal who did Arkham Origins is doing the Gotham Knights game which you'll get to play as multiple sidekicks. Looks like it's going to be partially multiplayer or co-op, which will be really cool. Um, We're getting Nightwing, we're getting Robin, we're getting Red Hood, we're getting Batgirl. Should be a great time. Um, You know, if it plays anything like the Arkham Batman games, I'm down. Same with the Suicide Squad game. I like both developers. I think they both did a great job. I loved all of the Arkham games, so i think these two games will be really cool so hope you guys are excited for those and that's about all i got honestly um thanks for coming back thanks for sticking around and listening to me go on some tangents here but yeah uh got quite a few things going on got some new horror movies got some new movies coming out just this week um lots of dc stuff it's a great time to be a dc fan and just a comic book fan in general uh, i know it sounds like we got some marvel movies that got pushed back unfortunately um it was sad news because i love i love that universe and i love the marvel movies but you know um gotta do what you gotta do i'd rather them push them back and finish them and get them to the the standard that they want instead of rushing them and giving us a half-ass content, you know? So, hey, whatever works. And that's all I can think of. Again, thank you guys so much for, for stopping by and look forward to speaking to you next week and talking about some more movies that I've seen and some more movies that I'm excited to see. So I will see you on the next one. Peace.